Hey everyone, Alyssa here to tell you we're back for season two of Real Chills. It's 2020 and this season is going to be even weirder, wilder, and spooky as hell. We're kicking things off with our guest, Che Guerrero. His album, A Temporary Summit, is available from Wasted Robot Records. Follow us on all the things, buy Che's album, and enjoy this episode. listening to Real Chills. Real scary. Real silly. Real stories. Well, welcome to Real Chills. We're really excited. Our guest today is Che Guerrero, and he's going to tell us our story. All right. Okay, cool. All right. So maybe I don't have a ghost story, but I do have something that every time I tell people, they think I'm crazy. So I can remember my own birth, like legit. Wow. Yeah. And what's even crazier is that when I try to explain to people the details, they're like, okay, now you're just making it up. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause I'll, I'll tell you the story as, as I believe it. Like it was, it, it comes on like every time I try to remember the, like the memory of my birth, it comes on always as like a sudden, like, boom, like I'm in darkness. Mm -hmm. And I remember like not being able to breathe and kind of being scared and telling myself like, where am I? Like, this isn't where I just was. Mm -hmm. And what's even crazy, okay, so people don't believe this. What's crazy is that I remember specifically, I was telling myself those words in English. And English isn't my first language. Yeah. So, anyway, so I'm like telling myself like, where am I? This isn't where I, where I just was, like what just happened to me? And then uh, this is this is what always makes me laugh. Like it's so hilarious. Like I think this is my birth because then I just see like a sliver of light, like a perfect oh, light. No. Yeah, and which now I think like oh, I think that might have been my mom's vagina fucking <laughs> dilating. <laughs> but the way I remember is yeah, it's just a blind light to start like to crack open, wow. and then I'm like forced out, and then I don't I don't have like another memory until I'm like almost four or five years old in Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. Now the only reason like which is weird because like I always remember that and I always used to tell people like when I was young like oh I remember my birth and I used to tell myself these strange words like where are you you know uh this was this isn't where you just were and I didn't learn English until I was like seven or eight mm -hmm. and then it wasn't until I was like 15 and I was in my room just like by myself just like tv off everything off just chilling in the bed and I started like remembering that and I was like where are you? I was like, what? I know those words now. Like, why do I know those words now? And I realized, like, oh, you know the language now. And I tell my girlfriend this later on. I told her, she's like, maybe you were like an American who had died. And then we're trying to like figure out how long it is or whatever. And one of the things, like, I don't know why I like this theory. I was watching that show, Ancient Aliens. Yeah. I love yeah. Ancient Aliens. Hell yeah. <laughs> and this one dude, I uh, forget his name, G the one with the crazy hair. Yeah. He talked about how we always believe reincarnation mm -hmm. is earthly. I think reincarnation is cosmo. Whoa. So I think, I think I, maybe I might have known English or a language like that. Because I don't find human, the world, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Like the whole construct of, you know, money, all that stuff just doesn't make sense to me. So right. that's why, like, I think reincarnation, first of all, is real. Mm -hmm. And that's why I like to believe that maybe we are reincarnated from planet to planet or galaxy to galaxy. Mm, wow. So I think that's kind of what I have in my mind of what this all is. Yeah. But I, I will tell you, I know I remember my birth. Nobody can take that away from me. That memory is vivid. The fear, just everything is just so like, like it was yesterday. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so that, that's my story. Yes. So is it like a dream? Like when you remember, it's just like any other memory. Like, do you, you remember just like coming like online basically? Yeah. It, honestly, it feels every time I think about that, the first memory is always can't breathe. It's always so like scary. scary of like, I cannot breathe. Uh -huh. Where am I? This isn't just what. So like, it's always like that impact, like my whole body's right. jolting. I can't move my limbs. I can feel like restriction Dang. on like what the space is. And it isn't until I see the light and I feel thrusted. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, like I feel like myself being able to like finally move myself. Wow. Yeah. Do you know with your birth, was there any like water broke or any kind of complication or anything? I know that I started to come out on the way to the hospital. Oh, my, my dad wasn't around. He never was around for any of this stuff. 
And my mom had to take herself in a taxi, mm-hmm. and I started to come out like in the taxi. That's so scary. To, like, okay. push. Yeah, so I was born within like, oh my god, I'm having this kid. To oh my god, he's here. He's here. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. Cool. Wow, like, wow. I think I was so scared, I just wanted to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know where I am. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that was just crazy, and especially like the language part is always something I like. That was how it all came back like over the years. It was like that was very weird. It yeah. is weird that it would be English or that. The thought that you would have a language, you know, that, mm. like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't even know how to process that. You know what I mean? I think about how in the first couple years of our lives, we have, like, maybe these, like, moments that we can remember, but there's so much that we don't know. And it seems like those are the years in development where kids do interesting things that seem to touch, like, other parts of humanity. Yeah. Right. But that's, like a big age for kids to see ghosts or for Mm -hmm. them to like Mm -hmm. say things or recognize people who are like no longer here. Yeah. I've heard so many stories, some from my friends of people who, when they were like young children, they would point to a picture or something of somebody who was deceased and Mm -hmm. they would say their name or they would say that's the person I saw or whatever. And yeah, my girlfriend has a picture of like her great, great grandparents on the wall and my youngest, my three year old goes to that picture and like mumbles to it. (gasps) And I'm like, Oh, okay. Come on. (laughs) Come on, the boy. Like, we don't need this right now. Get out of the hallway. I try to put that picture away all the time. I'm going to send you a picture of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to send you a picture of it. because We also fight about it in two... Sorry, we fight about that picture in two ways. One, because it looks like a scary ghost picture. And two, because I also... I complained to her that it looks like rich people because they're wearing, like, knickerbockers and stuff. And I'm like, also, they got their picture taken in, like, the 1800s. This is money right here. We complain about it in two ways. Man, you better watch out with your three-year-old. They're going to be, like, saying, like, that was me. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, but then as soon as they're five, they're like, I don't know what you're I talking don't, I don't about. Know. Yeah. You're my only dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good story. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've never heard of that either. Like, people remembering their birth. Have you ever yeah. met anyone else who remembers any element of their birth that they think? I, I mean, they're, I mean, I always hear, like, like a people who kind of remember past lives and mm-hmm. things like that. But the birth itself, like, I don't... I mean, they say that kids, like, remember trauma and stuff like that, especially, like, young oh, boys yeah. who, like, circumcised that actually, like, they can feel that pain <gasps> mm-hmm. and that trauma. You know, so it's just, Damn. it's wondering, like, maybe was it so traumatic that it was able to somehow jolt yeah. something in my mind that I yeah. was like, yeah. you know, or... That's a great point. But the yeah. language thing is always the one that kind of, like, scares me because that, above all, I was like, I remember, like, that's people who are like, you're crazy. Like, how did, I'm like, I remember like speaking to myself and trying to calm myself down. Yeah. Did your mom, was she ever around English? Because I know babies can hear things. No, no. I mean, I don't, maybe, well, we were in DR, so I know that's like right. the dominant Right, yeah, language. yeah. But the one thing that my mom does say is that when we officially moved here, like when I was seven years old, they put my sister like in ESL classes and they said that there was no need for me. Because for some reason, within two weeks, I was already speaking the language, like Holy from just some television. Crap. Wow. Like, yeah, they were like, they were like, no, you you picked up the language absurdly fast. Like you were not able to read it, but within two weeks, you were able to be like, I'm going to the store. I'll see you guys later. Like, yeah. the, the kids pick up language quickly, but you did it yeah, without even really quickly. having an accent. Yeah. I have a little bit of a certain words, but you. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just even like the self awareness, like at that stage in life. Just, like, having those thoughts and things like that, that's huge. That is huge, yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. My dad also said that um, when I was born, the first thing I did was, when he held me, is I scratched him right across the face so hard that I left, uh, like, a scar for weeks. And he goes, and that's how I knew that you and I were never going to have a relationship. Oh. And I was like, I think that's how I knew you and I were never going to have a relationship. <laughs> so I think, like, my intuition was still, like, I don't trust this guy. Ah! Like, I'm out of the war, but, like, I'm still fighting this <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. And the fact that he was like, no, I'm good. And you're I'm like, good. okay, like, now I'm I think we got each other, yeah. So, like, the first thing I did was, like, scratch my own back and face. He blames the baby. Yeah. <laughs> it was a shitty behavior, man. You know the awful things I did to my parents? And they still were like, I guess we have to stick through this. <laughs> also, there were two of you. Yeah, my, uh, so I'm a twin. Oh, okay. And I'm, then, uh. People always ask me identical. We're fraternal. fraternal. We don't okay. like, and then my little brothers are twins. Oh wow! Which so, listen to this. I've known Meg now for four years. I think mm-hmm. this entire time, I thought she had one brother. <laughs> She's been talking about either both her of twin them. brothers. Yeah, I've been talking about both of them. I've been oh, thinking that she just had one brother for years. No. Oh my! Today God. is the day that I found out. So you have yeah. three brothers. I have two. You have two brothers. I'm one sister. We're fraternal, but we're both girls. Oh, okay, guys. Yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm so. Yeah. And the twin boys are identical. Now that we're all fraternal. They're all fraternal. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah. Your, your parents just like to pop them out two at a time. Yeah. yeah. That's oh. why they stopped. Yeah. <laughs> they learned after the. Well, that's crazy. Too. Wow. Yeah. I, just thought, I just thought if you had turned at some point, you'd get it like identical. No, no. Um, I think it's something with fraternal twins. It's the way, like this is gross, but it's like the way my mom releases eggs. It's two at a time. Oh, good for her. I know. Fuck yeah. that. She's like, get rid of them. Um, we're we're gonna work that. hard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm double she shedding. does work hard. Yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just can't imagine. I always think about like how I can barely keep myself together, and they had two four-year-olds and two newborns at the same time. That's crazy. Yeah, isn't that scary? Yeah. I would like. I try to make a joke about it, but no one laughs because I think they actually are too scared of how like one of us could have died, and the world would still think they're good parents. <laughs> like it would have been totally fine. Oh yeah, no, it could have happened twice. Yeah. Would have been like, Look at that. Yeah, that's a lot for two people. So we get it. Like, do you guys have like like with that? Do you have any like? Do you feel like you have any telepathic? People ask you that all the time. Like do you people feel like- used to when we were in school, we would pretend that we did. Thought no. it was funny when people say like, "Do you have like telepathy or whatever?" Like I grew up with. Her, we were together nonstop until I was eighteen. Right. So no, I don't. I can't read her mind, but I can look at her and have someone say something to her and know what she's thinking, just because I've grown up with her. Yeah. So I can just see, like, even if it's like a little tiny little twitch, I can just look at her and I'd be like, "She's not happy about that. Oh, she is. Upset. <laughs> yeah. She's upset about that." But she's also very like straight laced, and I'm yeah. like very crazy. Like our personalities even each other out. Like she would pack us lunch. For school and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd be the one walking in with our lunchboxes like, I'm oh, Megan Kathleen and that's Manda Marie. What's up, That's world? adorable. Yeah. <laughs> no, I always had, I wish I had a sibling who I was yeah. best friends with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah. like, we, our strengths and weaknesses are, but I was always a goofball and like as we get older, I would know her looks really well and like if I was getting too crazy and like embarrassing her, she would just go, Megan, and then shake her head like really quietly. Like, uh, I, I and just... I'd be like, what? What happened? <laughs> So like sister was, mom. Yeah, sister that's mom. basically like, that was our mom. relationship. She'd just be like, Megan, you're really serious. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, embarrassing her in front of all her friends. So yeah, that was a fun twin tangent. But okay. yeah, being a baby, being a baby. The, they talk about like whatever your first memory is. Mm-hmm. Like, can they were doing studies on people's first political memory mm-hmm. and okay. trying to see like if that has influence in how people decide their political beliefs or what they subscribe to that was like Mm. a study being investigated i don't think that is i mean i i guess having my first memory be some like that and then always trying to figure out what that is has always had me more open to new ideas yeah you know what i mean because i guess i can't have something like that and be like now there's no reincarnation but now if i believe in reincarnation the fact that I believe, you know, also I came back with language. Yeah. And yeah. I got to believe in more than just this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, I also question, like, I believe you can go through cosmos. Because, like, I look at the world now and I'm like, this whole money thing doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this, I think this plan doesn't make sense when he goes, you know, we can get to Mars. Cool. Should we go? Yeah, but we don't have the funds. But we can get there, right? <laughs> we can do it. Yeah. yeah, but we don't have the money. But you're saying we can, though. Like, you understand? Yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like, we can give every homeless person a home. Yeah. We can? Yeah. yeah. Why don't we? I don't know. We just don't have the money. Doesn't, just the, just the concept sense. of the world doesn't we have make the sense resources. to me. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I think, like, that's why, that's why feeling like reincarnation has to be, like, it just, just doesn't, yeah. just doesn't make For sense to sure. me Yeah. This idea of spiritual, like, or cosmic reincarnation that you could come from anywhere in the cosmos is really interesting. Because I hadn't heard that specific piece where it didn't stick with me in the same way. Because yeah. I do think about, like, reincarnation, like, oh, you could have been a butterfly, you could have been this plant, or things like that. Like, that's, like, that kind of makes sense to me, but concept of being like, yeah, you could have come from across the cosmos. That's so cool. You yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that kind of, like, almost, wouldn't that, uh, now I'm getting all, like, trippy here, but wouldn't that kind of make sense on why some people just seem to figure out things, like math, really easy, or something like that? maybe they are from another plane of consciousness to where they've already learned those kinds of things. Right. Mm-hmm. It just and comes and just comes yeah. to them because from my old memory, hey, I've already kind of learned, I feel like I've learned this already. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's how like yeah. ideas sort of create with taking things that we've already seen and be like, how does this work something new? Maybe. It's... Yeah. Like I always yeah. see like those whole things, like the, the first time somebody created like a steam engine was just looking at like a, like a teapot and the way it rose, like, oh, steam can move stuff. Let's see how, so you know, so like they just figured out from steam moving their teapot to steam moving engines. Or think about like prodigies, like child prodigies that are five years old and can play like classical piano better than, than adults. Like there's got to be something there, you know, like that's wild. Yeah. To think about. Some people are just like naturally inclined to 
be good at stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like the idea of like consciousness even going into robots and stuff like that. I think we're too bogged down to consciousness being like attached to our body. Ooh, mm. scary. <laughs> Robots. <laughs> no, but I don't mean I don't mean I don't want to. I don't mean I want to be a robot after I die. I'm more mean like put my consciousness in a robot and then work on Mars as a robot and then be like, okay, I'm out of work. I'm oh, back on Earth. good idea. <laughs> like Avatar. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah, like have my robot like work on Mars. And then, huh. You know what I mean? That's more of a, like a consciousness kind of yeah, transcending human body, sure. at least for work purposes. <laughs> for work. I just want a new job. That's yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, you know what it's gonna be when we can put our consciousness into a robot. It's mostly gonna be like. So we can send our robots to other planets to colonize, uh, colonize it first. Yeah. That's all it's going to be. Interesting. Because yeah. I do, I go all over the place with like, oh, after we die, what happens mm. to like our spirit or our sense of self or energy, all those things. And I, I've gone all through the spectrum over my life of being like, oh, like we just go into nothing or, oh, we just go back into like reincarnation or back. Yeah. Like any of those things are completely possible. And I'm like, I'm not somebody who's going to dedicate myself to being concerned about what happens I'm just gonna let it happen and then yeah. see yeah. so it's super interesting to think about like yeah there's a okay so in my research we'll, we'll touch upon all of this stuff later but or if you just want to jump into it we could well I just want to talk about this one part that I, I just won't reiterate later there was this like um, graph on how reincarnation could exist it's a little bit wordy I'm, I'm gonna try to get through it as fast as possible but quantum physics shows that the most at the most basic level of the universe, even involving small particles, uh, only they only occur, occur once they're observed. So this suggests that material may be derived from consciousness, not the other way around. Hmm. Um, wait, wait. Material might be derived from consciousness? So what are they trying to... So, like, that the material exists and we're just, like, interacting with it, it this is all being derived from us. Like okay. We're creating it. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? I'll show you the graph, too. Do you see how it's, like... So, for example, let's say, like, if you go into the opening of a cave, uh, the inside didn't exist until you started exploring exactly. it. Exactly. Until the first person started your, exploring it. Your consciousness being. created it. Hmm. That's super Crazy, interesting, right? That's and, an interesting concept. Um, it's a belief that's been shared by a number of quantum physicists, including Max Planck, the father of quantum mechanics. Okay. So, if consciousness creates the material world, then it may not be dependent upon that world to exist. So it would follow that consciousness does not depend on a living brain to exist. If it doesn't require a brain, it may continue after the brain stops working. It could then get attached to a new brain and continue on in another life. Huh. So our consciousness just exists and then we kind of assign ourselves like bodies or like... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not kind of held down to the material around us pretty much. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Hmm. And that's kind of what you were almost touching upon, which is why I feel like I needed to bring it up, was like, but yeah, like, if that's, if that's what's happening, like, we're creating it, then, like, our consciousness is in control. Does that make sense? It, it kind of does. It's hard. Quantum physics is hard. Yeah. And I might be, there might be one day a quantum physicist that listens and goes, Meg, you did that all wrong. And I'll be like, there, it's one graph. So when our <laughs> consciousness sort of, when we die, and our consciousness sort of disintegrates into whatever it is, that is the material outside of our consciousness. You're saying like it kind of reforms itself. It exists without, it, exists. it doesn't need any of this. Like our consciousness doesn't need the material world. You know what's funny? Okay, so, okay. What's, what, uh, our consciousness is sort of considered like atypical, like the way we, we, we do things, the mm -hmm. way we are. My boys have ASD. They have autism. So they're, I can tell how in the cognitive there are, holes in their ability to put words or pictures or things together that we all do and i realized how hard this whole idea of consciousness actually is to achieve mm -hmm. it really is difficult that's why like i see my sons and i'm like you're so close right like you're so close and yeah. that's the and that's why we try to con we believe that our consciousness should be what everybody else needs to conform to right and i try to like figure out how do i conform mine to theirs because you know what I mean? They're never going to reach. and Not never. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'm i lucky enough that I have what is the atypical. Right. But it doesn't mean that their consciousness is any less than. Exactly. Yeah. So that's yeah. why yeah. Like, I How always... do you be with them in the place that they are? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's why like, I think we, we do put much too much emphasis on like the money in the world 
like you know the things we have but not mm-hmm. honestly like on the consciousness that has allowed us to get there hmm and that's at like such a different level too because it you, it requires people to believe in so much outside of themselves or outside of like what society is structured for them yeah. to even it's get hard. to the point where they could acknowledge that that's a possibility yeah. and that they should try to work towards that yeah i know i know that that's what's, that's what's crazy about like when i talk to people with like so your son has autism and i go they go yeah like what's that I'm like, oh. well, it's like, it's like his consciousness, you know, I try to explain to him on the consciousness level, and they go, they just want to know, like, uh, like, like AIDS, like, you know, it's in the blood cell, and it's a thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, they want to yeah. know specifically, yeah. but you can't, because it's like, it's literally me telling yeah. them, like, it's me trying to explain to them, like, they have an amazing cognitive ability, we just need to figure out what in the world helps them learn, because, yeah. like, right now, you know, hey, uh, make two plus two is four. Right. But y'all with ASD is like, you got to teach them a different way, because yeah. my brain yeah. does not understand that. Yeah. yeah. And that's why, like, I, that makes sense, like. How in this human did the matter, you know, because they say, because with all ASD, they're like, it's, everything's perfectly fine. We just don't know what's happening. Yeah. Right. Now I'm just like, what is it in the cosmos? It's the con- yes, <laughs> yeah. That, that the consciousness and didn't, you know, gel. Maybe it's different. Maybe it was different where they came yeah, from. Yeah. Or doesn't want to. Yeah. Right? Like, they're like, this is the way that makes sense for. Yeah. For yeah. my world. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Right. Yeah. Because then it's like, what vision of the world are you projecting? Exactly. Yeah. So maybe their projection is different than. Yeah what everyone else is typically seeing. I have this like idea for a scary movie that I'm never going to film where it's like beauty is in the eye of the beholder and it jumps from different people's viewpoints and from each viewpoint, the way we look is different. So like I see you as humans, but if you jump to Alyssa's, we're all lizard people and jump to yours, we're all monsters. And like, that's why beauty is so subjective because as humans, I find you beautiful. I find you beautiful, but like, as lizard people, maybe that, you're beautiful and I'm beautiful. a short film. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, because yeah. you will never, I'll never know what you guys are seeing. Yeah. Well, it's the col- it's the concept of color too, yeah. right? Like where yeah. there's all kinds of theories that like we all see colors in that way, right? Like what I see as purple might be like your version of red, right? But because the way that we've like grouped those colors together, or like those things that give us information for us to decide what those mm. colors are, we're like, oh yeah, like this version of red and purple totally go together, even though it might be your version of blue and pink. Right. And I'm just seeing it as yellow and blue. Like so weird. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy to think about. Yeah. Just going back to how you're explaining it. I think another way to think about, and this is like my interpretation. And so I'm just trying to talk through it is, you know, the part of the matrix where Neo, like or counter Reeves, like wakes up in the pod. And yeah. so like the matrix is like our brain, like making that a reality, but consciousness exists outside. Of exactly, that. Yeah. it's yeah, exactly yeah. like exactly. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your consciousness is like an like a awake Neo. Yeah, yeah. And then it goes back into yeah the Matrix. Huh. Weird, right? Yeah, I yeah. love that theory. I've never heard that before. Me neither. I read it and I meant to put it in the notes and I didn't. So I'm glad that something that what you're talking about reminded me oh, of yeah, it. The consciousness, the cosmos, the consciousness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the the idea that like it it makes my crazy brain feel good that I have control. Like when they say like, <laughs> it's, you know, you're not subject to whatever's being put in front of you. Like mm-hmm. you're creating it. Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's why I love being a comedian. Cause my mind, like that's, I, I always say like, I, I said it before, like, this world doesn't make sense to me because like, I laugh at everybody's like ideals of what a society is. You know right, what I mean? Like right. like right now I'm a comedian, right? And mm-hmm. I don't make a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going for this, um, I'll tell you, I'm not trying to brag, but I'm just going because it makes me laugh. Like, so I'm going for this um, property and casualty license, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, so nice. I become an insurance salesman. That's what I do. Oh, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm taking my test on I'm Monday. I'm an underwriter for personal lines. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the test. Good, but good luck. Thank you. It's it's actually, so I'm, I'm actually having really fun. I like it. That's the point that makes me laugh because before that, I didn't understand how insurance worked. Right. So now it makes me laugh because I go, oh, okay. So some dude goes, I'll give you $150 a month and my building won't burn down. Exactly. And somebody goes, I'll take that bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm yeah, like, that's, that's what this funny. is. That's what this is. That's yeah. what this is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. That's what insurance is. Yeah. I'll fucking play your game. Yeah. I'll learn your rules. Yeah. And then I'll step in it because I don't take it seriously, but I know in the consciousness of yeah. the people who sell insurance and the world of it and how it evolves to our economy, right. people who take that seriously, yeah. I could step in and go, I will, for my consciousness... To believe this is important. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, monetary gain is exists here. Important. Yeah. Do you understand? So I don't want to do this, but I am willing to, in my mind, break down all the levels of why I need to do this mm-hmm. and then step into this. And then, so now I'm going to step into the insurance world, even though I've never dealt with it mm-hmm. because I see it as a, like a collective of rules 
that if I follow enough, there'll be more money. That's exactly what it is. That's all, insurance specifically, it's such a great example because that's legit all it is. It's like a a person comes and they're like, I don't want to go poor if my building burns down. And you're like, well, here's our rules. Yes. You agree to the rules and then they sign and then uh, you just got to follow them. Yep. If we show up and your, your house is not what you said it is. You're breaking the rules, and yeah. we're out of yeah. here. You're canceled. But you realize we created all that with our mind, like that whole system of like, yeah. I will insure you, I will create this for you, yeah. I have enough revenue, like that we created all of that. Well, all so insurance, right? Like one of the things is like you give us like $200 a month, and then we make money also because we take your $200, and then we invest yeah. that in the stock market, which yeah. is another crazy game of bets. Yeah. yeah. And then they win, like they make dividend, they make money and interest and stuff off that. And then that's how insurance companies get that money to pay people up. You know, it's, yeah. it's bananas. All yeah. of it is insane. It's a scam. It's a whole scam. Right. <laughs> because of money. Because yeah. of what you said. I always talk about how, like, I struggle with the idea that insurance is inherently evil. Uh-huh. It just is. It's just we're taking money and our services, like, only if your worst day of your life happens. Do yes. we do anything for yeah. you? But at the same time, like, because of money and, like, if houses didn't cost $100,000... You wouldn't need insurance. Yeah. Like, if you could just go build a new house, like, get some, like, cut down a tree in your yard. You mm-hmm. Have your insurance. community work with you. Yeah. Have your community work yeah. with you. But because of the way, like, I'm sorry, I don't know where this music is coming from. But yeah, so just because of money, that's the only reason insurance exists. And I, yeah. I kind of hate it. But, like, at least with, this is how I also rationalize with my consciousness is we work in property right. or casualty. So I could never work in healthcare, like, right. health insurance. I used to work on the phones, and if, like, a policy canceled, I would, and people were really upset, I would drop the business side because I don't give a fuck at the end of the day. I'd be like, listen, lady, like, I know this sucks. This is really sad. But just be careful. Like, just be careful for a week, and you get a new policy. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like someone who's like, I'm dying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's... That's, Yeah, I don't think I can go for that either. My soul couldn't handle it. But, like, if your policy canceled, and it's like, whatever, like... I don't know. I'm interested. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm interested in stepping in that. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 yeah. Also, that'd be very draining too if you had to tell someone like, "Hey, you have cancer, but we exactly. don't cover you by." Exactly. Like that'd yeah, be very I heartbreaking. Do it. I yeah, always yeah. think about that. Like, yeah. I could not do health insurance. And that's another thing too. Like, why? Like, I know it's not like I'm being like a liberal, but we could just be like, if you're sick, go to a hospital. Do you know what I mean? But again, like we create these systems, and we believe that that's it. Like this is the system. So that's why it's like going back to like the consciousness yeah. thing. You know. It, it could be so much better yeah. if people just worked to make the community better. You right. know? Like, yeah. I would, if everything was covered and I could pursue comedy more, like, if I worked four days a week but I didn't get paid, I just was able to get things when I needed them. People always think that. People say, like, if you cover everybody's basic needs, then what do people work for? Something they love. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just sucks that most people have to work every day just to have food. Yeah. Or just to have a place. But if that was covered and then i could leave everything and go do comedy or try to like help run the theater like that'd be really cool yeah not worry about that i would still be okay with working a part-time job doing something yeah. like that was useful to society even though it's something i didn't particularly like because i would be like you know what i have my basic needs covered but i want new jeans like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah you know yeah. what i mean like that's that's something that yeah i don't know how to i'm not my consciousness isn't smart enough to know how to make that a reality but that's what i like daydream about yeah. like just mm-hmm. a world where we're not just being weighed down so heavily by the capitalism by capitalism yeah i hate billionaires i hate I, yeah. i've said it on this podcast before because i'm crazy but like millionaires fine i'm cool with yeah, millionaires are fine. I God, you like, can accept the cause I can of millionaires, accept millionaires yeah. especially people who work so fucking hard i'm not but once you once you own a billion dollars, yeah. you are hoarding money and poor and middle. Like, there's not even a they middle. Don't they, that's another thing, too. Like, I don't understand how, again, one human, we say you have $18 billion. Yeah. And this can create so much in the world. And one human gets to go, no. And he's not, they're not no. he. They're not giving it away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mostly he. Yeah, mostly, mostly white he yeah. is not giving it away. And even if they are giving it away, it's still like not, it's still a drop in the bucket. Yeah. yeah. That's my big thing. Like, if you're a millionaire, yeah, I don't think it should be any different. But once you hit billionaire status, you should be taxed to shit. I just, it just, it just, <laughs> it just amazes me, like, the, the amount of greed that could stop human potential from moving forward. That's, that's also that does. That's another thing. The greed stops us from moving and it's forward. Human, even yeah. just like pollution. Like, it's because of people's greed. Like, 
me as an individual, like, I try to recycle, but I, I'm just a tiny, like, tiny blip compared to corporations who are just, like, pump like, with their, like, factories just pumping shit into the, like, if those owners of those companies gave two shits about global warming. You could throw every can away for the It doesn't matter. What we're doing doesn't, like, I still try because I... I have guilt, Catholic guilt yeah. mostly, yeah. but like if they just, I don't know. That's I'm, the interesting thing about that too. Like, like, no, no, but I'm saying like, like, so I was basically talking about like life and death, but you gotta realize like these companies like are so, that's, that's what's weird about them. They're integrated and the system keeps going even after our consciousness is long gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what's weird about it, that the next group of consciousness is just living in this this money that was never, they've never been around for the person collected it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like when you hear like an old name of someone, you go, like when, I love history, but I love when I hear like, like so-and-so, who the, you'll hear a bridge's name after so-and-so and you'll be like, oh, he made his money from his great-great-grandfather who's a slave owner. And I'm just like, oh, that's not cool. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. you're just like, but that's so weird that it but just But they were continued. a patron of the arts. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it's just crazy how like it just continued and then we just, now we're here and we're like yeah. accepting all we're these just old, old money. Yeah. old things that happened. Old that, shitty, awful Old, old yeah. shitty consciousness. Yeah. Old yeah. shitty consciousness yeah. that was not perfected yet. Yeah. Just a different thought about money really quick because it's something that I heard and it changed a lot of how I think about money but okay. the idea that money is energy that's exactly, oh, yes, that, yeah. I, that's, that's exactly, yeah, what we're going to, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's just one of those, like, that's one of those mindset shifts for me, too, where it's just like, oh, the relationship to money can change. Like, yeah, money means, like, when you have some, you can, you have more resources for energy, but we are all going to die at some point, yeah. so why do these billionaires need so much money? Like, yeah. money, how much are they really saving energy? I think of it as energy, I think of it as essence. Like, mm. like it's, it's, it's you saying, like, 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 at one point when I was 18, I told the universe, I want to be a doc. Mm-hmm. Right, so if I had the money to be like, well, here's my fifty thousand dollars, and I want to be a doctor, yeah. And then the yeah. system was like, all right, we'll put you through a system, see how well you do. At that time, my 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 soul was into it, my heart was into it, mm-hmm. my mind was into it. I just finished high school with really good grades in medical. So with that money, my essence could have been projected to be a doctor. And right. Maybe if I hadn't been finished, I would have gone right. But right now, the way things go, it goes. I want to be a doctor. And the world goes, that'll be $80,000. But first, it's $500 just to apply. Yeah. yeah. And that's why your your essence, your your dreams, your your motivation gets all murdered yeah. every step of the way. Yeah. That's, wow. You. So it is. Whew, yeah. That's heavy, dude. Yeah. That's, yeah. What I think, that's why I'm like, I want to be a comedian so badly, right? And I know right now I only make $14,000 a year doing comedy. And that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. <laughs> but when that wow. is your only income. No, sure. You go, yeah. holy shit. So that's why, all right. My essence really wants to be a comedian. But I'm willing to play enough of the game to do the property and casualty. So at least I know I won't be starving mm-hmm. while doing this. But what sucks about that and what I feel... Sometimes is that I like money is energy. I have put so much energy into this thing to play the game that my comedy suffers and it makes me so, so sad. Right. I want to go be doing comedy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But when I was, I, I would work on the phones and there was a couple months where I didn't do comedy on Mondays because I would get yelled at by 80 people a day on the phone. And I just emotionally couldn't do it. You know what you know? I, I say to that? And that's why I switch. I rather give up a Monday where somebody's yelling at me to make enough money so two months from now I can go to LA yep. and perform that's in a place fair. where somebody's not yelling at that's me. Awesome. Do you understand? I that's yeah, I that's where that like I I wanna take somebody else's idea of what the world is like, property yeah. and casualty, yeah. and use that money that they're giving me for their little ideals. And then invest in my own dreams. Yeah, that's the way I see it. I, I, you, I'm using your ideal of the world and how you believe money should be, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm really hustling you for it. I'm dancing. I'm doing, I'm doing <laughs> yeah, stripper yeah. moves. I'm like, give me the money, daddy. Yeah, and I'm gonna go invest in myself. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? I'm willing to, to do, to do the dance for a, a bigger daddy. Yeah, and then use it to invest in myself. I wish yeah. I didn't have to do that because I know that I, if I could, if honestly, if right now I could really choose what to do, I would take forty thousand dollars. And go get like a degree in like film. Mm-hmm. I would really yeah. know how to do it all, how to direct, how to write, how to produce. Mm-hmm. But that realistically I cannot do because I have kids to feed and mm-hmm. I have, so I don't have the energy yeah. to do that. You don't have to put you know your resources I mean? so many places. Yeah, yeah, so now I know that my energy is so small right now. I could only put it into a four month 
program right. where I learn how to sell insurance. That's right. how little energy I can invest in right now. Yeah. And then with that, I can invest my energy into more bigger things. Right. Yeah. You know? I feel so that's you. how I look that's at it. Hard, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. 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 That was good. We got off on a tangent there. No, it was really interesting. Yeah. And it's weird. It weirdly connects to this like reincarnation and your consciousness. Yes. How money is. Let's just go. Let's jump into it if everyone's good. Okay. You want me to do my story? Yeah. Okay, cool. This shit is bonkers. Okay. In your description, you mentioned that you also meditate a lot and that connects to the cosmos. So I did some digging into like meditation and the paranormal. And I found, like, a bunch of stories about people who use meditation to remember their past lives, which I thought was really cool. From an article called How to Remember Past Lives, written by Matt Karen, meditation practitioners can find their past lives by diving deeply into their consciousness. So, in deeply meditating, you hit new realms of awareness. But it's kind of funny because the article also notes that by the time, this is, like, one of the final steps of liberation for a yogi. So, by the time you get there, you don't care. Like, you're like, oh, these are all my past lives, but I'm already, like, one with the universe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like how enlightenment just means that you understand that nothing means anything. Yeah. 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 But sometimes you don't have to meditate to remember past lives. Most often, uh, people have memories of their past lives when they're super young. So that's a big thing. You kind of know that. There's a whole article on this that gives a bunch of facts. I will mention the site I'm pulling from is PSI Encyclopedia. So I don't know how legit it is, but we're going to say it's super legit. (laughs) <laughs> so and the article is called adult past life memory research one of the researchers ian stevenson claims children remember violent deaths at a much higher incidence than occurred generally so they remember how they died in 60 61 of the time which wow. is pretty hefty yeah it's crazy so many shows that i was watching the people were talking about like dying either in a plane crash they yeah like they died in a plane crash or car accident and stuff it's and then, just- i mean when i came back i was like this isn't just where i was yeah. So even that just felt like so traumatic. I was going to say, like, it's, it's the trauma part yeah. of it. I think that kind of sticks maybe with your consciousness, yeah. which is so insane wow. to think about, right? Well, my mom, like, my mom says that she can't, she, my mom's never been behind the wheel of a car. She was like, every time I get behind the car, I just start trembling. Like, I get panic oh. attacks when she's behind the wheel. Wow. Like, I honestly feel like I, she feels like she died in her past life in a car accident. That's, wow. Yeah. Probably accurate. Yeah. Could be. It's super interesting, too, because they've been doing studies about trauma, especially from, families who had Holocaust survivors yeah. and how like that trauma can be passed down, not only in the way that we're talking about, but also like intergenerationally, like it becomes part of whatever fabric of DNA, like, yeah, it changes the DNA or it like primes all kinds of things to like pass that down intergenerationally. I, I actually am trying to do a, a little bit of an autobiography mixed with a little bit of like historical trauma. Cause my, I just, I just, it just like sort of hit me historically that my grandparents and half of my parents life they lived during a dictatorship mm. in the dominican republic where like women were brutally raped mm. by the president yeah openly like so i just realized like now the way my family reacts towards survivors of trauma like mm-hmm. why do they talk about that and if right. it happened it happened yeah. and i realized how much culturally the fact that i grew up here it's not just culturally we're different but like even the trauma they're willing to not discuss it Mm-hmm. Well, I'm willing to face ahead on either on the historical or on the more personal. Yeah. I'm willing to do neither. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's, it's yeah, yeah, like that's, and I see it in my family, like yeah. the younger members, how they act a little bit, like more scared of this government than they should be or more afraid of like, you know, yeah. opening, oh, opening about trauma. Mm-hmm. So it, it is right. very interesting. Yeah. That is cool. Mm-hmm. So other facts include that both adults and children who remember their past lives usually identify with their past selves. So they think of them and speak of them in first person mm. and often use first person when talking to others the past lives. So it's not like you're still remembering it from that perspective. Um, also in gender change cases. So say like you died as a woman, came back as a man, yeah. more girls remember past lives as men than boys remember past lives as women by a factor of three to one. Hmm. Wow. Weird fact, right? Wow. There's a lot of interesting, weird I mean, facts. if you were a man who died in, like, Gettysburg, and then you come back, like, you'd remember. <laughs> like, you die in a war. Like, that makes sense. I'm sorry, but more dudes were the ones that would go out and fight the war and, and die projected into space and shit. Like, yeah, it makes sense. I'm like, oh, God, I'm back. Like, mad dudes, like, what the fuck? Me, I was a dude fucking from Vietnam. Just some, yeah. some Vietnamese just, whoop, yeah. just yeah. got me. And I came back, like, what the fuck, soldier? Yeah. yeah. Like, can you imagine dying as like a man that thinks like women are below them and then coming back as a woman and just being like fuck like, you know, like me as Alyssa I'm just like good 
like they're like, God damn it, I'm a oh woman. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's crazy. I see it as a break. <laughs> I'd be like, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I'll mm-hmm. take the babies. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, not that that's easier. No I'm just more. saying, I would rather just. I, I don't like the dude side of things. Yeah. <laughs> we're too. We're too. Especially in past evil. years. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I really, honestly, exactly. I grew up around a lot of women. I like the women nurturing. Yeah. Aspect of things. So I would definitely come back as a woman. So from another article that I touched on before, this was all. It's all the same. This was a great article. It was written by Arjun Walia. The medium time between death and reincarnation is 16 months. Wow. And this is, get this, 20% of the children claim having memories in between the time of death and reincarnation. Wow. What the fuck? That is is so helpful because that's something my girlfriend always asks me. How is it that you you weren't like, where the owl am I now, sire? You were like, where am I? Yeah. She's like, you were speaking, you're so, you're speaking current, some yeah. current English. Yeah. So, you know, so we were like, ye old time. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, that's actually 16 months makes sense. Yeah, it was you probably I mean? like just like recent. Like, yeah. Within, yeah, wow. Because hmm. the, the 80s, but I was born, it was like, globally it was a very weird time like right. the apartheid was just happening like yeah. like just a lot of weird stuff between the 80s reagan the cold war within oh, all yes. that time that yeah. was happening so i was like hmm. crazy yeah. yeah yeah so i just can't i i tried to google like what they remember but i couldn't find anything like it, it, like specifics. it got too messy yeah. yeah but i would love to know like maybe it's just like their birth like what you remember mm-hmm. like I want to know what that in-between looks like. I can't remember where I heard it, and I feel it was on a podcast, because that's 95% of what I listen to now. Yeah. But I remember there was this one where this girl told a story when she was young. Like, you know, she was verbal. She was a young child. But she told her parents the story that before she was born, she remembers being, like, at a stage. Either she was on the stage or they were on a stage. Mm-hmm. And she was a light, and she picked her parents. Like, she is a distinctive... She had a distinctive memory that she was able to communicate to her parents and to others from that time in between. That's really cool. Yeah. Wait, you get to choose? Bullshit. (laughs) No, man. No, I don't like that, because I would have kept... My life would have kept going. Like, no, I'm good. I don't have enough money. Not even money. Like, these people, like, honestly, like... I don't want to talk about that, but like you ever like I don't know, maybe if you if at this point you go to one parent you're like oh that's a bad parent. I grew up going like man you both bad at this. Like, both of you. Like, you know, damn yeah. It. yeah. That's funny. My life would have gone right over. <laughs> but that's like that is interesting. See yeah. that that kind of makes sense now. The 16 month in between, mm-hmm. maybe you know consciousness is not that easy to reconnect and rebuild, and that's why you know like I said maybe with some people with ASD and stuff like that. It's not always a perfect transition. Right. Mm. Yeah, that could be it too. Yeah. It's also interesting because like as somebody who is interested in ghosts and like what kind of energy like exists, is it that interconsciousness period where you're not like a physical form? Mm -hmm. Can people's consciousness get so stuck because of trauma or is that like an energy imprint in space and time from like something that happens? Like it's just interesting to think about. If this is true, then what does that mean for other parts of, you know, what we experience right, in consciousness? Right. Yeah. Because, like, have you ever have you ever read somebody else's, like, biography, autobiography, and just feel, like, so closely related to them? Like, I know that sounds weird. Like, I read the yes. autobiography of Frederick Douglass, mm-hmm. and I cried when I finished it Aww. because something about it, like, I felt like I was living his life. Not just, just the way I've been living mine. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if consciousness only exists. Like, I die, and then... Che comes back as Che, yeah. or if Che kind of mixes in with other people as yeah. they come back, because it really felt too traumatic reading his life that I couldn't have had somehow like I don't know, just not had a real connection at some yeah, point in time. Yeah, it just hmm. feels weird. Like when I was reading his his story. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny because I tell I told Dan this, and I don't tell anybody this because I know it makes me sound fucking insane, and also kind of so. I always felt like I had a weird connection to Emily Dickinson. Okay. And I'll tell you why. I know. It's hilarious. Also, like, to suppose that you're, like, a great writer of another time is, like, it's embarrassing and egotistical. You know what I mean? But a lot of, in my childhood, I remember when we first started learning about Emily Dickinson, and she had this weird habit of capitalizing things that didn't make sense that I still do to this day. Not on purpose, like, on accident, but Mm -hmm. I... 
from childhood, it would be the thing that I messed up the most is I would capitalize things that were important to me, yeah. not things that started sentences. Mm. That's interesting. Which is also something she did. And I remember learning about her, like in class, and the teacher being like, she was a shut-in and getting offended. They were like, yeah, she was a shut-in. She didn't really go out much. And I was like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I had friends. She had friends. <laughs> yeah. I just remember being so like, yeah. young and just mad. Yeah. Like, no, she wasn't. Yeah. And I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why huh. I like that. And That's interesting. There's like a lot of like little like crap like that, that when I learned, like things that I feel like I've already known. Yeah. Like, I know it's me being a psycho. Like, I probably picked it up as, like, a kid somewhere, no, and then... I mean, maybe not. But, but no, and also, like, she's I, I honestly, and, No, I honestly read, like, like the, the, it almost like that, like, like things that you, you feel for the person. Like, when I was reading the autobiography, I just, I, I kept, like, he kept, his theme was that no matter how bad white people treated him, everybody was his friend. Aww. Do you know what I mean? Everybody was somebody yeah. that he could love, because if you keep saying white people do this to us, you're only alienating people more, so you mm. have to love everyone. He, you know what I mean? He only That's spoke hard. facts. That's not mm-hmm. hard. No, he actually was. He held the hand of the man who was a, his slave master for 20 years. He held his hand as he died and forgave him. Wow. Like, he's like, you deserve to go to heaven. Everybody deserves to. So when I was reading that, I was like, something about that made me feel like, you know, like sometimes like 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 I, I hear like other people of color be like, man, white people are the devil. Yeah. And I'm like, ha ha, yeah, ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> really think like that like yeah, I get sure. the system yeah but I don't hate anybody so reading his book really made me feel like that's where my spirit is thank yeah. you for helping me figure out because if you can live your entire yeah. life with that I don't hate anybody mm-hmm. so I'm about that felt like that spirit still lived on very strong yeah. yeah yeah it's weird and it's like yeah just for the record, I don't want anyone to like feel like Mike's a crazy person. No, I mean, no. the reason I looked at you was because when you said I had this connection with Emily Dickinson, and I just thought, teenage girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all teenage Every girls, teenage when they girl discovered thought, Emily Dickinson, they're like, I'm her. I see myself yeah. in yeah. her, like, you know, like in that emotional level. Yeah. It's so weird that I didn't think of this before, but as we're talking about this, so um, there, there's uh, these psychics who. They live in Pittsburgh. They're a couple. They're very sweet. It's Ruth and Sharky. And they teach, like, um, classes. They do tarot readings. They do all this stuff. They're great. I was, like, in a period of personal uh, crisis in terms of, like, relationships and, like, not being able to manage these feelings. So I ended up going to see Sharky and do, like, tarot reading because I was just, like, clearly I need to, like, talk through this. I don't really know where else to go. I grew up religious and then I lost connection with that when I was like in college so I just in need of something like that but I couldn't know where to go so I went and then what he did for me it was great and I have these cassette tapes I've never listened to them because he recorded a session back with cassette tapes yeah but he does tarot reading and then he also brought in like the I Ching and like some other elements because he was he takes like they take a holistic approach basically and like what his whole thing was it's basically like tarot therapy so they'll do the cards they'll talk about it whatever you decide to bring up if it strikes something a thought in him like he'll bring stuff up to have like a conversation for you to kind of like figure it out yourself so he asked me at one point he's like do you believe in past lives and I said maybe I said I don't know but I'm thinking about it and so there was like a big thing for me that came up in this whole conversation because it was hours and we talked about my life it was a whole thing where he was I was like you know I was really into this like youth group as a kid being really Christian but I never really identified with the Christian ideals but I liked the community and like I felt like I like had to support it but it didn't align with my like true values of like I think gay people are great like they're fine like all these things I thought as a teenager but then I was like in this system and this you know community that felt differently and I really struggled with that for a long time So he says to me, he's like, okay, he's like, I want you to be, he's like, I want you to hear me. And he's like, I don't want you to jump into any, like, conclusions. He's like, I'm not saying that you were a Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, but one of the things that's come up, because he would, like, do other tarot card pulls from another deck and things to, like, prime him for, like, whatever he says. But he's like, he's like, there's definitely, like, a reading that you were probably a part of some kind of, like, organization that was, like, fascist or, like, strong-willed and imposing its will on other people that you were like potentially in the propaganda element of it but didn't believe it and like really has struggled with that and now have carried that into your life now with your relationship to your religion whoa yeah yeah (laughs) also he started with i'm not saying you were a nazi like you could have been 
Mussolini, wow. maybe. Maybe don't open like that. That's yeah. we always do go back, like, maybe I was a good person. Yeah. Maybe you weren't. Yeah, you, right. What if you yeah. were corruptible yeah. or you were part of the movie? Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Totally. And I, like, that was one of those things where it wasn't so hard to, like, think about, like, oh, what if I was a bad person? That part was, like, okay, like, I could accept that, like, I made bad choices or was a bad person even, like, and so now I have to, like, work that out. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, my friends who had gone to them, they had experiences where they had conversations where in the past life they had rejected money or they'd been bad with money, and now in this life, like, they had challenges because of stuff that they hadn't, like, negotiated in their past. And so, like, that was the thing for me where I was like, oh, because, like, it was, yeah. So that part was really interesting. That's so interesting. And, like, that he pinned at that, and that, when he said that, it felt very true about me. I was like, I was like, oh, I really do, because, like, I've always been, I studied um, communications and I was really into studying, like, propaganda from, like, World War II and stuff like that. Wow. Mostly because of, like, I really liked the American superhero comics, like, propaganda against, like, the Japanese right. and the Germans because it was fucking wild. Yeah. Like, there's some, like, crazy yeah, you ones. you don't think about that, like, Superman, like, punching Japanese. Yeah. Crazy, and you're like, yeah, that was racist. There's one yeah. that says Slap a Jap. That's, like, the title. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, there's a whole website that has all the covers that, like, catalogs them. That was, like, and I did a paper on it. I was like, this is crazy. You yeah. know, it's funny. I always hear so much about, like, you know, the memorabilia towards, like, like you know, black exploitation and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but I never hear too much. Like, I would love to see, like, a lot of, like, Toys Japanese. And yeah. Maybe like that. that's why I came back Asian. Oh my God. Not Japanese, yes. but Asian. They're yeah. like, you got to deal with this shit now. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is. What region exactly is your family from? I'm Korean, but I'm adopted. Oh, you're yeah. Adopted. So my parents are Polish. Okay. Like European. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But I'm that from is Korea. so cool. Yeah. Now I want to go to that guy. I want to be like, am I Emily Dickinson? I know. I think I was going back to him. Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> my friend Douglas was just fro just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because at the end of the day, who knows? Who knows? Maybe consciousness is more connected yeah. than we think. And even if we weren't those people, maybe we're a part of their consciousness yeah. in some way. Yeah. One more thing. Okay. Yeah, no, anyway. It is funny because I, I did let my hair grow and I had a really big beard a couple, like, until a couple of days ago. And it was like, it's funny because I never really... Look, took a pic, look, looked at a picture of Frank Douglas, and it wasn't until like I got to the end, and you see him because he was very handsome as a young man, but then mm-hmm. he's known more for the afro and the beard. And I looked at him, I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> like, I think like I put up the mirror, I was like I think I did this accidentally, but bro, you're back. That's so funny. <laughs> okay, so I just have two more things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just stories of people who remember their past lives. Um, so there was a psychiatrist named Jim Tucker from University of Virginia. He is one of the world's leading researchers into this phenomena. Um, so these are just some cases he explored. Actually, I'm only doing one of his cases. I'm sorry. I had to cut it because I knew we'd go long. Um, so uh, there was a boy from the Midwest named Ryan, uh, who from a, a super early age began having terrible nightmares. Uh, once he turned five, he looked at his mom and he said, I used to be somebody else. <sighs> and then uh, his memories include being a part of Hollywood, meeting Rita Hayworth, dancing in Broadway, working for an agency where people change their names a lot, and living on a street with the word rock in it. So these are all things that he just told his mom offhandedly at five years old. That's the any... kind of past life I want to remember, not the one that I was given by a terror I know, I know. He was a fucking baller. Uh, so Ryan's mom checked out some books about Hollywood to see if anything caught his attention, and there was one man who did. So at this point, she brought all this info to Jim Tucker, who found, the, found out that the man in the picture was Marty Martin, um, Marty started as an extra in Hollywood and later became a po- powerful Hollywood agent. Hmm. So it all kind of checks hmm. out. Uh, Marty had danced on Broadway. He worked at an agency where stage names were often created for new clients. Uh, he traveled overseas to Paris and lived at 825 North Roxbury Drive in Beverly Hills. Wow. So this kid is like on point. Wow. Um, and this is all stuff that's like you can Google, but I, I feel like this was pre-Google. Yeah. Like, also, if he was like five. He was five, yeah. yeah. But then there was another thing. He also remembered things that weren't common knowledge. So he claimed he had two sisters, and that was a fact that Marty's own daughter didn't know. Wow. Wow. So this is one of the cases of just a kid who completely remembered. I wish I had more memories of the past. Me too. Yeah. I know I was a weird... I definitely freaked my parents out a few times, but I was very spacey. Like, um... I don't know. I actually had to get. I've probably didn't tell you this. Um, I when I was like really young, 
I had to get an MRI because uh, my dad took me to a doctor and she's like, she's not responding to stuff. Like she just kind of does her own thing. Like we'll call for her and she won't answer right away. And they're like, maybe it's a brain tumor. And that scared the shit out of my dad. So yeah. I had to take an MRI and it turned out I was just fine. I uh, just, for whatever I did reason, not give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I still do this to this day and I don't know what it is, but like if I'm focusing on something, I, I don't hear sounds. Mm -hmm. Like, oh I, yeah, yeah. Like I can completely just tune yeah. hyper focus everything around me. I've always had the, the global hero complex. Yeah. Like when I was young, I never told my parents, well, my aunt and uncle raised me and they refused to listen to anything I ever complained about. But I, for about a year, I stayed up every night because I believed if I didn't stay up, a meteor would hit the earth and kill everybody. Oh, wow. So for a year, like, everybody in my family was like, why are you always so tired? And I'd be like, no reason. It's my own journey. Same like, world, yeah. Like, yeah, I was saving the world because if I didn't stay vigilant. And now, like, as an adult, I'm like, I want to become a comedian for the Latinx <laughs> community. And I want to create more jobs for my community. So, like, I want to, like, my goal is to, like, be, uh, get, like, my liberal um, political science degree now as an adult and, like, work for civil rights cases and stuff yeah. like that. It's like something like later on in life I want to do. Yeah. And I'm like, I do have a hero comp. But I want to help people do the most nonviolent way, staying yeah, up and yeah. make sure that meteor never hits. Yeah. yeah. Like going into politics. Yeah. 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 Damn. I definitely was a weird kid. Yeah, I was a weird kid. I was I would stay up at night because I was like, what if this reality ends? What if like this is all like made up what yeah. if this is this moment will never happen again i just yeah. had anxiety as a kid that's what we all had anxiety yeah. <laughs> okay i have sorry one oh yeah that's okay i have one more story um it's even crazier i found it on the site called occult museum there was a three-year-old boy from golan heights which is near syria this boy claimed that not only did he remember his past life he remembered that he'd been murdered and knew where his body the weapon and the murderer was and did it turn out to be true We'll get there. <laughs> so, um, I do want to say I tried to figure out what this boy's name was. I couldn't find it. I think it's, like, for, for like, protecting the family. Okay. But there is one real-life person who, like, can be substantiated that was there. Okay. But he, we don't, I don't know how legit he is. Uh, <laughs> He's a doctor, though, right? He's a physician, yeah. So, a physician interested in reincarnation agreed to accompany the boy and his parents to see if they could substantiate the claim. Uh, the boy, the group took the boy to two cities, but then by the time he got to the third, he claimed to recognize it. It was at that point that he was able to recall his first and last names and the first and last names of his killer. The person from the town heard what the group was talking about and said he recognized the name the boy remembered. He recognized that as a person who went missing four years ago and was never found. 16, see? Yeah, it times out right. It, yeah. always, it always kind of times out within two or three years. Yeah, of yeah. And as they walked through the village, the boy was able to find his old home. And then while being at the home, he walked right up to a man and said, you used to be my neighbor. We got into a fight and you killed me with an axe. The man was shaken and the boy continued, I even know where you buried my body. Uh, the boy proceeded to lead the group to where his body and the axe were buried, at which point the man confessed. And then the final interesting point about the story is that there was a mark where the axe had hit the skull. And the boy had a corresponding birthmark on his head. Wow. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. He solved his past life murder. That, Isn't yeah, that the yeah, yeah. Ever? I see. Like, oh, I'm not, <laughs> I was so hyped when I found this story. I was like, that. You got me with the, like, the 16 months kind of yeah. dilemma with consciousness. That yeah. is always, that's interesting. I can't believe he was able to like recall all of that though. What? Sorry, because this is always something. And, I mean, I have to I have to get going, so I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, but this is also the reason why, like, whenever somebody goes, uh, "When can when when is abortion?" So when is abortion right? And because of that, I'm like, I don't know, man. I think about 20 minutes before you get pushed out. Where does consciousness hit? Think about 20 minutes before you're ready to exit. You have to go with mine. So I think up until that, you're totally good to snip, snip, cut, cut. Yeah. <laughs> Consciousness isn't there yet. It's yeah. just a bunch of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Please don't take my method of consciousness to go to the court now. <laughs> well, Chase said it's 20 minutes before Chase you get pushed yeah, out. Yeah, he remembers. Yeah, yeah he knows. He remembers. Scientifically. Yeah. But that's why, yeah, that's why people, like, even, like, first, maybe second, I'm like, I don't think consciousness hits until you're about to really... That's why it feels like such a jolting yeah. thing that, yeah. You jumped in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You jumped yeah. in. We know you gotta go. I want to play a game real quick okay. before you do, because that's the thing we do, and then we'll do plugs. Yeah, then, real quick. Yeah, we'll this has yeah. been awesome. It's been a lot of fun. So good. Yeah. All right, we're gonna play a quick one 
one question round of would you rather. Okay. So I'm going to give you two options, and then you tell us which one you would rather and why. Okay. All right. Would you rather remember your past lives and have nobody believe you? Similar to what we've done before, but this is really like a okay. more che oriented questions. Okay. Or would you rather have no knowledge? Oh, oh, I would rather. Oh, I, I would take, I take knowledge all the time. Like everything. I want to know everything I've been through, everybody I've met. Like I want to know it all. Yeah. I wish I could Ancestry.com just my past lives. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'd be that nerd with the truth. Yeah. I'd be like, and here's where I got murdered. Yeah. And here's where I had 18 kids. I also <laughs> love like the, the idea of zygote, like, you know, how the collective yeah. of humanity thought. I would actually like to go back and be like, man, I really was ignorant about slavery. Yeah. Like, you know what I, mean? like, I, would lo- I would love to know not only who I was, but what my uh, what my ideals were to the mm. time. It would be so humbling, you know like, I mean? to your ego and, like, what yeah. who you think you are to see, like, who you were. Because right now, as a as a person who has been, like, an illegal, an illegal alien to this country, like, I've never felt part of this country. What if in my past life I was somebody who was, like, yeah. in a country, yeah, in a yeah. country, part of it, yeah. part of a team. Yeah. Like, I've always felt like a loner. Like, I would love to know that in my... Past hmm. life, I was actually part of a more of a collective or or an in group for once. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. Or how did how did I like what if what if I had been a white man in my life at oh, one yeah. point? And how did I treat it or mistreat it? Like, yeah. I would love to know the mistakes I made in my past life. Yeah, yeah. You know. See, I will say I'm torn because I I appreciate that you both were so like quick with your answer because yeah. I could go either way. I will. So I'm adopted, and there's so much I don't know about my family like biological history or right. so much information, mm-hmm. and it's really freeing in some ways I, to not be yeah, weighed down by that kind of baggage. Oh, okay. So there is a part of me that's kind of like if I knew nothing. Like, and just got to exist in this life only with, like, Ooh, no sense of that. That is like, so cool. It takes, like, yeah. responsibility and also, like, personal baggage, right, yeah. off of your shoulders. And so in some ways yeah. it's good, but it's, like, would you learn lessons from your past? Right. Yeah. I'd be fucking upset if I was Genghis Khan. <laughs> like, I would not be able to function. <laughs> you just have to go to everybody in the world and be like, sorry. Yeah, that would be yeah. my mission. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently we're all related to Genghis Khan yeah. in some yeah. crazy yes. genetic way. He has so many kids. Yes. He was so awful. Yes. Yeah. 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 But also, like, you're like, not only was I awful, so sorry, everybody, but also I used to run this town. Ta- you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah. So I do like the idea of being free from that mm-hmm. and what that means. I envy you, too. Because I, it is like you, you were, you were on this track, and then you were picked up, mm-hmm. and then put on another track. Physically, yes. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I've been on this track, and I hate it, so I've had to take myself off of it. Like, and I yeah. mean, my family dynamic, like, literally, sure. Yeah. Like, there's this history that I, for a long time, I've been trying to catch up or make sense of, mm-hmm. or, or play my role in this, and I realized, like, I, I, there's no point in that. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, there's, yeah, I'm not an extension of these people as much as, even though I know them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, sure. I, honestly, part of me wish I had just been like, come here. Yeah. And, you yeah, know, and yeah. Like, We're going to put you on another truck and see how you do there. I mean, we always joke in, in my house about like, I am my, I am my mother and father's daughter. Like my adopted parents, like I, like nurture is real. Yeah. So that's the other part too, where I'm just like, I was going to get somebody's baggage for sure. Yeah. yeah of yeah. course. But like the idea of like with past lives, like not knowing it does, the ignorance can be bliss, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. 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 yeah, to be held down by, like, a family history does tend to weigh on your soul. Like, I know that's happened to me. So, I guess with you being like, well, this is my family. These are my parents. I love them. Mm-hmm. But I have, I am yeah. new to this. So, I get to be my own person. And then imagine, like, your past lives. So, you think about the family baggage of all of the families you've been a part of, as well as, like, who you were in those relationships. Yeah. So... Yeah, either way. It's heavy, man. Yeah. yeah. That is it. true. Yeah. You were in part of that baggage. Yeah. And, like, reconciling that. Yeah. I do want to know, though, like, how much of it I took with me. Like, do you start over? Or was I similar? Or, you know, was I someone completely different? Like, that's... I I, I take a little solace in being like, I'm so different than my father. I think whatever was before mm-hmm. stayed. But do you think that you carried things like, so if you were Frederick Douglass or you were some element of that, how much did you carry into now? Like, the, Honestly, I, I've always been a lot more of a revolutionary than I thought. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never, like, I, yeah, that's the thing. I've never, ever, most of my report cards or I think growing up was like, he is chatty. He is very opinionated. He is mm-hmm. way too, like, like, I, I always figured out a way. Like, I'm telling you, like, even as, like, I remember I moved, I don't know why, I'm, but I remember I moved to like, the Midwest one year, and I did so well for like the eight months. 
that my teacher for somehow told me, you're doing so well this year that even if you fail the next three tests, get a zero, you'll still pass with a 70. And I went, cool. Oh, Thanks for no. telling me. And I did that because I was like, well, now you've already told me I've done the max. And I said, it's like, I don't yeah. play your games. I'll do it on my own. Yeah. I've, I've always been like that. Yeah. And that's why I said, like, I see the system, I see everything, and I go, I don't like any of this. Yeah. But I understand that I have to play the game of. So I think that, like, like, that's the thing, like, Frederick Douglass. He saw slavery, even though he was a part of it, and knew. He even said to me, "He's like, I don't want to say that I was Granger and thought slavery is too much for me, but there was something about it that I knew. Just because I'm black and born black does not mean I'm less than anyone else, mm-hmm. and nobody needed to explain that to him. Yeah, and something about that showed me too. Even though I was an immigrant, even though I've been able to go to college, even though people have called me stupid, my stupid was my nickname growing up. Something about me told me, I think you're all wrong. About <laughs> yeah. Something told me you're all wrong, and honestly." The more and more that people from my past life hate me now, the more and more I know I'm doing it right. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, I am so beyond what I was born into because I believed in myself and yeah. nobody else did. No, no. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. comedy now, that's how I am. Like, creating everything for myself, even though I've never, ever had an, a meeting with an agent or a manager. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I am You're good. Yeah. And I don't need you to tell me that. Yeah. yeah. Something about me has always been like that. Like, I don't need you to tell me. That's yeah. important. Yeah, yeah. comedy. Yeah, self reliance. I wish you could follow that. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I try to do with my stand up class that I do teach. I try to tell you people like comedy, I want it to become to, for you this. This is the world I live in, but this is how I say fuck you to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. This has been awesome. This has been great. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was afraid I had nothing to talk about. No. That, was a, that was so much fun. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug or just yeah. where people can follow you? Oh, yeah, because of my album. So yes. No, don't worry. Uh, Guerrero.com for mm-hmm. any shows that I have coming up. American Immigrant Podcast is the thing that I, I sent everybody to. American Immigrant Podcast. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Just follow me at MegGets128 or you can follow uh, Jake and I's show twitter which is just time flies comedy we try to post topical jokes as much as possible it's pretty fun yeah yeah Yeah. Trez, and uh i run comedy incarnate the new comedy for gentlemen every first friday at the republican club oh hell yeah yeah cool all right well thanks thank Thank you you. yeah yeah that was great find us all the places you get podcasts and subscribe visit our website at realchillspodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at realchillspodcast. Do you know someone who should be on Real Chills? Is that person you? Go to realchillspodcast.com slash submit and tell us more. Special thanks to Valerie Demamber McShane. Artwork by Libby Rondell. Music by Sam Williamson. Real Chills Podcast is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski. Pro-deploy in the unified work. Sorry, I don't know where the sound is coming from.